A new House bill seeks to balance LGBT rights and religious freedom. It's a noble goal, but fairness for all isn't fair for all. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. This is Breakpoint. On Friday, Republican Representative Chris Stewart of Utah introduced the Fairness for All Act, which, as Christianity Today reports, would prohibit anti-LGBT discrimination in employment, housing, and places of public accommodation, including retail stores, banks, and health care service providers. In essence, just like the proposed Equality Act supported by House Democrats, the Fairness for All Act would place sexual orientation and gender identity on par with race and religion as protected classes under the Civil Rights Act. But there's a major difference between Fairness for All and the Equality Act. Fairness for All seeks to exempt religious organizations such as churches and nonprofits. So, for example, churches wouldn't be required to host same-sex weddings, Christian schools wouldn't be forced to hire LGBT people, adoption agencies could receive federal funding even if they turned away same-sex couples looking to raise children. As such, Representative Stewarts and the supporters of Fairness for All see the bill as balancing religious freedom and LGBT rights. Now, I believe Fairness for All is a well-intentioned bill, and I believe its supporters are truly trying to find ways to compromise with LGBT rights in order to preserve our religious liberties in the end. But this act is a wrong piece of legislation at the wrong time. The act would enshrine into law something that's simply not true. And for Christians, that's got to be a non-starter. That sexual orientation and gender identity are equal to race. That they're somehow immutable, something someone's born with. As my colleague Shane Morris discussed with me on Breakpoint this week, the born with idea is a useful fiction that was created by early proponents of the gay rights movement to win public approval for their cause. They succeeded, but that doesn't make the fiction any more true. Second, the act is addressing what is now a non-issue. Back in the 1960s, the Civil Rights Act was addressing a very real problem, that there were entire swaths of the country where African Americans couldn't find a hotel, they couldn't buy gas, they couldn't find a meal, and so public accommodations were necessary so that African Americans could fully participate in society. But that's certainly not the case with so-called sexual minorities. When two men targeted cake shop owner Jack Phillips to force him to design a cake for their same-sex wedding, they knew full well that there were plenty cake shops nearby that would gladly do what they asked. And this raises another problem with the Fairness for All Act. Its exemptions would not apply to for-profit businesses with 14 or fewer employees. In other words, if you're a Christian business owner, not a church or religious nonprofit, you're on the wrong side of the law. You're outside of the Act's protections, meaning fairness for all isn't really fairness for all. As I explained on Breakpoint this week, this act continues the ghastly idea that people of faith who insist on religious liberty are the ones that are the bad guys. They're the bigots that need to be exempted precisely because they want to deny the rights of others. Fairness for All has its roots in what's called the Utah Compromise, which was a state-level measure largely championed by the LDS Church. It hasn't worked in Utah, and it's not a good idea for federal legislation. In fact, these ideas were birthed under a previous presidential administration that was openly hostile to religious liberty and when it looked like the next administration would be as well. 
But elections matter. The federal courts and the Supreme Court are growing more and more conservative and more and more respectful of religious liberty. Now is simply not the time to give up rights of individual believers in order to preserve the freedoms of religious institutions alone. Now, do I think fairness for all will pass? No. And neither does Representative Stewart. The Democrats hold the House, and they see no need to compromise at all on LGBT rights and religious freedom. While there may be a way to truly balance these rights in the future, fairness for all just isn't it. Come to Breakpoint.org, and I'll link you to more resources on fairness for all and religious liberty. For Breakpoint, I'm John Stone Street.